Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. There's a better football experience available to a fan anywhere than the one that your favorite team offers at St. Vincent College. I'm unaware of it. Good morning to you. Good Monday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports, and this is Daily Shot of Steelers. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into hockey and or baseball. I also happen to offer daily shots of Penguins and Pirates that I hope you'll check out. We're down to 24 days until the Steelers report to Latrobe. And the most common question that I'll get between now and then, and this applies not just to the J1Qs on this show, I'm talking about just in any walk of life, will be this. Should I go? What should I expect when I get there? What's it really like? Where are the favorite watering holes? Where's this? Where's that? So what I'm going to do in today's show is kind of create a, hopefully a clip and save episode that every time somebody asks me this, I'll be able to just shoot out the podcast from Monday, July 3 and say, here, here it is. Plain and simple, go. Find a way to go. It can't possibly be a prettier setting amid the rolling hills of not just the campus at St. Vincent, but uh, all of Latrobe, the setting everywhere, including the airport off in the distance. There's a mall up on the hill. But when you're at St. Vincent, it feels like St. Vincent is the world. Other than the planes landing nearby at Arnold Palmer Regional, you're not even getting the sense that you're connected to anything else. There are trees all around you. It's just gorgeous. And it's all about football. Chuck Knoll Field is at the center of everything. There are several fields down there, but Chuck Knoll Field is the one at which they'll conduct their most significant drills. And they'll do so right up against a grandstand that holds a couple of thousand people. But if grandstands aren't your thing, you can just sit on one of the hills nearby. And if you're worried about the sun, there are trees everywhere and you can lay out blankets and sit under the greenery to make sure that you've got shade, which by the way is what I try to do at least once or twice during each practice is to get off the field and find some place to keep myself from melting. I'm not a hot weather guy. Now, there are uh, events and, and, and fun things to do off to the side, games for kids and that sort of thing. That's mostly for when there isn't football happening. And, you know, just 
Understand that all of that, including your parking, including everything, is free. If you want to buy merchandise, you obviously got to pay. If you want to buy food, you got to pay. But everything else is 100% free. You get there early, stay late, whatever. The football is the thing. I'm not going to waste a whole lot of this getting into, you know, you can jump up and down on some kind of big inflatable contraption or whatever. You'll see that when you're there. But this experience is about football. It's about football players. It's about seeing what they do from a crazy close perspective, hearing what they say to each other, hearing what Mike Tomlin says to them nonstop through the drill, seeing the unique rapport that he has with his players. And I'm using the term unique appropriately, as in there's only one of this guy. And if you want to get to know them a little bit better, there's the serpentine as the players come onto the field. The winding walkway, I'm sure you've seen photos of it if you haven't been there. The players will pass through down there. Hey, if you want to be whatever and get just get autographs from them coldly and try to fight your way through the eBay hounds who are carrying these massive binders where they're just going to sell the thing within 10 minutes, it's a lot better experience to just say, hey, TJ, this is my son. And the boy says, TJ, I'm your biggest fan. And TJ will stop and talk to you, and you'll actually remember it. They are great at this. These players, this football team, I do not say that about every player, and I do not say that about every team, including the ones in Pittsburgh. These guys are outstanding at this. They understand that people came out there as a pilgrimage to see them. You'll never feel closer to the Pittsburgh Steelers, not in any stadium, not in Akershire Stadium, certainly not from your living room, than you will at this place. There are 16 open practices to the public. They happen in the afternoons, and yeah, that's when it gets a little bit warm. They happen through the weekdays, so if you want to worry about whether or not you're going to get stuck in some kind of crush of humanity or whether there's going to be excessive traffic, first of all, they're really good at moving their traffic, not only in and out of the campus, but also out on Route 30, then you can choose to go on, say, a Tuesday or a Wednesday. That's something that I often recommend to people. Mondays, they're off. Tomlin gives them those days off. But if you go on a Tuesday or a Wednesday, there are a lot of people that are just going to be at work and aren't going to be able to make it, or they aren't going to be able to travel the distance to get there. Those are nice days to go. And as for Latrobe itself, listen, when you're there, you're going to see this, okay? But there's nothing around the actual campus. Uh, like I said earlier, you have to go up a hill to find the nearest uh, shopping center. It's got like, well, it's got a get-go. It's got, you know, some other stuff. If you go back in the other direction toward Greensburg, you'll run into some malls. But Latrobe isn't, it, it's not like Quaintsville, USA or something. There isn't some... Uh, Main Street from the 1950s or anything like that. There are a couple of shopping centers around there. You go for the football. You go for what's on campus. You go for the meet and greet. You go for the sights and sounds. And you will also, by the way, take some of the coolest photos of your life. It's a family experience. Bring everybody along. You will never regret it. When we come back, J1Q.
Luxembourg, Garbett, Kelly, and George. LGKG is a personal injury law firm in Western Pennsylvania that represents people hurt in car accidents or who need help with workers' comp or medical malpractice. When the attorneys at LGKG make you a promise, they keep it. They've been keeping promises in our region for over 80 years. LGKG's been AV rated, the highest rating a law firm can receive, and they've been designated super lawyers. That's actually a thing for over 15 years. It's a rare combination. LGKG has offices in Cranberry, Newcastle, Beaver Falls, Butler, and Elwood City. Learn more about them by visiting lgkg.com or by calling 888-842-5454. LGKG. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Today's J1Q comes from Brent, who says, Hi, DK. I'm a huge NFL draft buff. It's become my favorite event on the calendar over the years. So here's my niche draft question that maybe only I would care about. When the Steelers traded pick number 80 and moved down 13 spots, there were four off-ball inside linebackers still on the board. All four of them were selected before Pittsburgh was back on the clock at 93 when they ended up taking Darnell Washington. Now, given the glaring need at the off-ball inside linebacker position, do you suspect that they had their eye on one of those four guys rather than the tight end position, which was a stronger room, or was Washington the higher-rated player and the pick all along? Brent, you're bringing up a question that's going to lead to more questions because that remains a mystery to me just as it was that day. I have done like a lot of other people have done and heaped praise on Omar Khan for this move, ostensibly for having the awareness that Washington would still be there if he traded back 13 spots. But it's asking a lot of your imagination to see that being the case. So there's a part of me that was skeptical about it. There was a part of me that was thinking he just got lucky. But your explanation, to be honest, makes more sense. If they said, listen, we've got our pick. We can take any of these guys and we can bring in somebody to supplement Cole Holcomb and and Landon Roberts and we can have somebody else at that position. We definitely don't need a tight end. And if they were enamored of Washington, truly enamored of Washington, if they could not believe, as a lot of people couldn't, that Washington had fallen out of, I mean, not necessarily first round favor. I think everybody knew that there was going to be a red flag attached to him because of the knee. But as he's tumbling If you consider yourselves really blessed that Washington is there, you take him at 80. You take him at 80. Unless you're thinking to yourself, 
we've heard from more than, I don't know, half the teams out there. Our scouts are telling us their feelers are that these teams, a ton of teams have just completely crossed Washington off the list. And that does happen way more often than most might think. It happened with Corey Trice for the most part, right? Where they just say, uh-uh, we're not touching that because of health. We're not touching it. Just right off the board. So if you hear that Washington is one of these guys where teams are just not going to touch him, that he's radioactive, then yeah, you can run that risk. But you know, at what cost if you really, 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 really liked him, which I think they do. But again, that's, that's where your concept makes way more sense. Because what was the one position that everybody was looking at? If there was going to be a position in this draft, no, it was not strong at inside linebacker, regardless of the type of inside linebacker, as you know. But you still needed to take somebody, something, right? Well, none of this is an answer, and I don't think there's going to be an answer. You're not going to find many cases in this franchise's history where there will be a retroactive retelling of how certain things happen in the draft. Now, Omar is a new GM and he's his own guy. So maybe, you know, he'll sit down at some point and say, let's let's uh, let's really revisit that 2023 draft and what actually happened there, you know, with Darnell Washington and trading back. But I don't think so. I don't think so. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everybody listening to Daily Shot of Steelers. And there will not be an episode tomorrow because of the 4th of July, obviously. We'll be back on Wednesday. 